Welcome everyone to episode 6 of Darcel Disappoints, a collection of conversations with me, your host Benjamin White and Craig Redman, creator of Darcel. All episodes are now available to listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube and a whole host of other platforms. During this series, we have learnt so much about the creator of Darcel, Craig Redman. We've covered his journey from Australia to New York, where he immersed himself in the culture, art, fashion and created Darcel, his terrifically miserable self-portrait, to populate the illustrative blog Darcel Disappoints and then head out on artistic and collaborative adventures. And today we're going to cover the next chapter of Darcel's journey with the NFT project Dawa Darcel's launched in March 2022. Hey Craig, how are you? Hey Ben, I'm doing well, how are you? Very well, thank you. All well at your end? Yes, the usual sirens and banging outside my uh, studio window, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> no, I love it, I love it. It's uh, great to hear the hum and drum of uh, New York compared to my sleepy Somerset countryside. Uh, I dream of uh, quiet <laughs> countryside living. <laughs> um, this is a great opportunity, actually, because this episode allows us now to talk about a completely different element of Darcel and also like a completely different element of creativity, of communication, of commerce, like what some would call the future, I guess, of, of the internet, and that is Web3 and NFTs. Yes, two, um, two big words that mean kind of a lot and are pretty complicated. And I think maybe we should uh, try and explain the two a little bit for folks that um, aren't involved in niche at the moment, kind of simplify things a little bit. So why don't we go back to basics then before we get into the detail of the Dawadarsal's collection. Should we talk about what Web3 is and what NFTs are in their simplest terms? Yeah, let's, let's try to keep this as simple as possible. So Web3 kind of refers to what we're kind of hoping, thinking will be the next generation of the internet. Web2 is essentially where we are now, where we have big players like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram who kind of control... Google, etc., to control the internet. Web3 is taking control away from those big players and putting it in the hands of the individual. So it's decentralizing the internet. That's, that's the simplest way I can think to explain it. Absolutely. And I guess to that end, what we mean by that as well is people get to choose how they consume content, what content they consume and when, and also kind of their data then, how that's handled. So they can choose to own NFTs that allow them to plug in to a particular product or a brand or a uh, community. And in doing so, that's the content that they're choosing to consume. Not like Instagram or Twitter where, you know, you've plugged in some search criteria into their search and <laughs> the algorithm just kicks back a whole load of stuff that you never expected to read or see or listen to. Exactly. And I think, you know, another, there are lots of subsets within this but for how NFTs function within Web3, but another way is to use your NFT as your identity. It's a way of using a particular piece of artwork to identify yourself within Web3 too. It's a pretty simple um, kind of explanation, but like it's one way that NFTs, I think, tie into Web3. Absolutely. 
Yeah, so if anybody is listening to this for the first time and they're really discovering Web3 and what that might all be about, I'm going to add some useful links to the description on this podcast and they can do some more research afterwards. So using this technology, you were able to create Dawadar Cells, the collection of NFTs. Can you tell us about the time that led up to making that decision? Yeah, I mean, I definitely got into NFTs mostly during the pandemic um, when a lot of people did. Uh, it was a time where we were spending a lot of our time in front of computers. Um, so it allowed people to kind of discover this new medium, this new kind of technology. And that's where I, I really went deep into it. And as I was like following different NFT projects, I started to think, well, I've kind of already done this before. And I was thinking about an exhibition I had uh, back in 2012 where I did uh, 150 different Darcel portraits of various uh, fashion, pop culture icons. At that exhibition, I call it in Paris, people would kind of take photos of the Darcel they thought looked most like them. And then folks started using those images as representations of themselves on social media. So by the time NFTs came around and I started getting into it, I was like, well, this is exactly what I've already done. It makes perfect sense for me to embrace this medium. It's like an extension of my artwork. And so, yeah, it just made total sense for me to like delve further into this world and start investigating what kind of possibilities there were. It's really exciting too, because obviously you, back in 2007, eight, you, you made a really conscious decision to make Darcel a very, very simple character with, you know, the egg on stilts, as we've called him. Uh, and so, you know, then being able to apply small trait changes that then give the character or you know the the design a complete new lease of life and a new look and a new image that really leans into kind of your intention all those years ago you've hit the nail on the head exactly most nft projects are kind of based on this uh simple form of a different type of character whether it's a ape or a made-up uh, character and then you add traits what is called in NFT world traits on top of that. So different hairstyles, different kinds of glasses, different accessories, different smiles, etc. cetera. Um, and those principles were exactly what I did for that exhibition. You know, it was like, how do I use different traits to turn Darcel into different personalities? So yeah, the more I got into NFTs and the deeper I got into it, the more the two kind of made perfect sense. Both Darcel and NFTs and Web3, it seemed like the perfect mix together. Great. Let's let's then focus on the design. Let's talk about the creative process because Dawa Darcells, the collection, they don't look like the Darcells in your blog. Exactly. The original Darcell is a 2D character and the Dawa Darcells, the NFT project, is uh, 3D. They have dimension. Um, and it was a very conscious decision. Um, I wanted the project to be its own thing, Darudar Cells. I wanted it to be, you know, somewhat separate from, from Darcel to look like its own entity. And I also wanted the artwork to like represent this transition from web two to web three. And I wanted there to be a visual pun on that as well, right? Like a, a, a conscious decision to have switched from web two to web three. So that's kind of why I went with this more dimensioned um, kind of, feeling to the artwork. I also always had in mind that one Simpsons episode where 
Homer like suddenly finds himself in like this 3D world and is very confused about the whole thing. And that was kind of in my mind too, like that that kind of pun on popular culture, that play on something that's happened before. That's amazing. I know the episode where he kind of gets sucked into the black hole. And exactly. He ends up on the st- I remember that so vividly. And so what was it like then, that creative process of creating these dar cells in a different fashion and also like thinking about how many traits you would need and all of that stuff like it must have been a big body of work for you to kind of undertake yeah easily the most ambitious um creative project i've ever undertaken um the the final output for the project was 10,000 nfts so 10,000 separate pieces of artwork created out of these traits that we've talked about um so when i kind of sat down to start figuring this out what I did was use Darcel as the base, and then I started sketching out ideas for the different kind of traits that I could add. So I think initially I was like, oh, maybe I need like 40 or something different traits. I can do Darcel t-shirts, uh, I can do mustaches or earrings. Uh, and very quickly I realized that I'm going to need a lot more of that. Um, you can certainly create a big collection with as fewer traits as that, but I really wanted each Darcel, each of the 10,000 NFTs, to read pretty separately from other uh, NFTs within the project. I wanted them to have their own identity. And to do that, you need a lot more traits. So I think that the grand total, I can't even remember anymore, but it's something like over 150 uh, traits that are used within the collection. Um, And then you kind of create all 10,000 NFTs in different combinations of those traits. That's amazing. And, you know, must take an awful lot of work. I think the result is fantastic. Like, as you say, each Darcel is individual and they look individual too, right? You can you can pick different characters, you can uh, you can see that like particular Darcells would lend themselves to different types of people and obviously you've got male and female like haircuts and all of those kind of things. Like are you pleased with the outcome of the collection? I love it. It's uh it, every time I look at uh, a single piece of artwork from the collection, I, I, I really, it makes me so happy. I really, really admire it. Um, one of the cool things about this process was that I have designed and worked on Darcel for so long by myself. Working with uh, two of my friends, uh, Impact and Bonbon are their uh, Web3 pseudonyms. <laughs> um, they were the 3D artists on the project. So I worked with them to kind of create this new version of Darcel. Uh, and being able to work with other people on the artwork was really fulfilling. It was great to be able to experience that process together. You know, we worked on it for probably six months by the time we we uh, minted the project. Minting is when you kind of release the project um, to the public. Um, and yeah, like you mentioned, a lot of the thought was put into the traits. Like, how do you create traits that people will be able to relate to, right? You want to be able to see something of yourself in the traits that makes you want to be part of the project. You know, that's part of part of the fun. And another really important thing to me, which actually, weirdly, not a lot of uh, NFT projects like this do, is I wanted to specifically make it like 50% female as well. You know, it's a very um, dude-centric space, but I really wanted to make sure like every type of representation was there in the collection. I love that. And I think it comes across really clearly. So then moving away from the kind of the design, 
let's talk about the utility uh, or, you know, to break that term down, the benefits of holding a Darcells NFT. Number one benefit is that you get to own an incredible piece of artwork. That That is always the core of who I am. Uh, but in addition to that, of course, over the past year, so we minted like a year ago, this is around our year um, anniversary, which is pretty exciting. Um, we have developed tons of different uh, utilities, as they're known, um, that kind of uh, coincide with the project um, and give people that own the NFTs, they're called holders, um, extra benefits uh, to, be, to be part of the process. One of the big things that we did um, that I'm most proud of is that we, we developed a whole other 10K collection, a collection that we called Dower Fits, which we gave to holders of the project for free. They could then use that collection uh, in a game that we also developed called Dower Fits. It's a, a blockchain fashion game where you can style your Darcel using the traits of different NFTs that you own and kind of compete in uh, competitions against other holders um, for prizes. But to me, the, those two uh, kind of achievements are the biggest things that we've done in the last year and the most fun to work on. Absolutely. And I think they also allow people to take their Darcel and, uh, as you say, allow it to kind of represent them in the digital world, um, whether that be through social media or some of the exciting things that are kind of being built through Web3 in terms of like um, metaverses and uh, and games and all those different things that people are using. You know, having a character that represents you is something that's really important. And the Dower Fits platform that you've built really does allow people to take like a base character that they love and that represents them, but by owning other Darcells with other traits, they can kind of use those other traits to to dress their character up for different occasions and circumstances and, and for fun, right? And, and they can download the pictures of those and they can use them to kind of demonstrate their character in different scenarios. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's building a platform where you can essentially create your own personal brand using the platform. You know, if you want to use your Darcel to say, Happy New Year, you can use Darfitz, the platform, and have your Darcel holding a champagne glass, as an example, putting on a party dress, as an example, uh, and be able to save those images and use them on social media to, to help and to build your, your own brand. It's pretty interesting. More on fits, like why did you want to create a game like this? Most importantly, it's a way that holders of the NFTs can kind of come together as a community. Uh, if you're participating in one of the events that we call them, uh, where you style to the theme of, say, Valentine's Day, you're able to create your own fit and then to be able to share and compare with different members of the community, which I, I love. Um, it also brings together a couple of my favorite things, i.e. Darcel and fashion. I love the idea of like bringing those two worlds together. And also um, something that we do with the project quite a bit is we collaborate with different, um, different projects. We collaborate with like Web3 projects. We collaborate with traditional uh, fashion brands. Um, and we use Dower Fits as ways to collaborate with them. So we'll collaborate with... Uh, say Slam Jam, for an amazing Italian streetwear uh, brand. 
uh, where folks that held the NFTs could style a doso in a kind of Milanese streetwear, compete for prizes, uh, and be able to uh, mint uh, items that they can then dress their Darcel up as. So it kind of ties in all these things I really like. Fashion, community, and collaboration. Amazing. And I know they've been a lot of fun to, to join in with. And obviously you have the other collection too, which is the Colette Darcells. Um, and we spoke with Sarah from Colette beforehand. And uh, I know that obviously those traits are also able to be used in the Fitz game too. Like, do you want to quickly speak about the the Colette collection? Yeah, the Colette collection is an extension of the uh, collaborative uh, kind of process. Sarah, who is the owner of Colette, and I have had for the last 10 plus years. We've been working together uh, on many, many different projects and putting together an NFT collection uh, for their uh, anniversary at the time made a lot of sense. It's kind of like uh, using new technology to be able to collaborate together in new ways. We created a mini collection of only 25 uh, Colette Darcel NFTs. And yes, all the traits that we developed, special Colette traits that we developed for that collection are also available in Dower Fits to again, restyle your Darcel to however you feel for the day. It's cool to be able to like bring our Colette and my collaboration um, into this kind of new technology, it's fun. Yeah, beyond uh, owning the NFT and the artwork and being able to access our Fits platform, there's tons of other things that we've done too. Like you can use our website to download a super high-res version of your Darcel. You can customize your Darcel for various um, social media platforms for your phone or your computer. We've got a theme song you can remix. We have events, done a bunch of merch drops, live Twitch streams. Yeah, there's all these different activations that we treat as part of the bigger project that you can participate in if you're interested. Of course, you don't have to as well, but there's just so many different layers to the project, um, which is part of the fun of the whole thing. Um, and so and so, like a year in, uh, as you just said, we're around the one year anniversary now. What has it been like managing an NFT project with your baby, like Darcel, as the, the protagonist? It's been a crazy, crazy, crazy and fascinating um, ride. It's It's been really fulfilling creatively. I feel like some of the work that I have produced, the artwork that I have produced is probably some of the best of my career. And I think having the kind of pressure to be able to create these massive collections really makes you think differently about how you approach work and the kind of audience that you have. So I, I like that it kind of messed with my... Uh, you know, the traditional way that I would approach creating artwork. Um, and of course, we've been able to produce so many cool things. I'm also super excited about the kind of things that we have planned for the future too. Um, what I'm most excited about working on at the moment is the uh, animated shorts. Um, so the idea is to like turn Darcel into a series of uh, animated shorts uh, which I've been wanting to do for a really long time. And I feel like the NFT project has afforded me the kind of time and space to be able to to do that. So that's one of the things that we're really, really into at the moment. And I'm so excited about the kind of developments we've been creating already. Great. And so for anyone listening to this show now, um, how would you recommend people get uh, involved in Web3 and with Darcel, uh, the collection? Um, where's the best place to start? 
Yeah, I think it can be pretty daunting if you haven't stepped into this world before. Uh, you know, if you aren't involved in NFTs, I'm sure a lot of this conversation probably sounds like we're talking in tongues, like just craziness. <laughs> I'd say the very first place to start is to visit the um, Twitter of the project, which is Ourselves NFT. Um, it probably gives you a, a good summation of the kinds of things that we've been creating with the project uh, and gives you a bit of a general overview um, of the future and the community involved too. The next step from there is to join Discord. Uh, Discord is where most NFT platforms have the kind of base for their community. So that would be the next step too. It, it can definitely be a lot. I would say to start on Twitter is probably the, the best, gentlest place to figure out um, your kind of interests in NFTs. Yeah, I think once you're kind of comfortable with Twitter, I, I'd recommend like trying to find resources on Twitter or folks that you've listened to that you feel comfortable with. And then that will give you a better handle on how the space works, how NFTs work. You can also visit our website, by the way, daradarcells.io. Um, uh, and it will give you a good synopsis of the project so far. Um, it's a cool place to start. Great. Well, I think we've done uh, that justice in terms of not making it too complicated. I know that you and I really didn't want to kind of bamboozle people with this notion of uh, Web3 and NFTs. And I think that's um, a really, really useful start. And, and that kind of concludes episode six of Darcel Disappoints. It's been fantastic learning more about Dowadarsals, uh, the collection, Craig. Are there any final thoughts from you? Yeah, I would just encourage everyone to check out the the project. It's it's really fun, and it's definitely like a an interesting way to like move forward from what conventional art can be. It's a bit of a, a mind bend for sure, uh, but once you get into it, you really kind of embrace uh, where we're headed and the new technology. It's it's really really fun. That concludes episode six of Darcel Disappoints. It's been fantastic learning more about Darcel with you, Craig, and then obviously Dower Darcel's The Collection. So I just want to thank you so much for joining me for these conversations. They've been a lot of fun. And also thanks to everybody who's listened um, and given us feedback. It's, uh, it's also been great to share this story.